You are listening to the brand new episode of In Love With The Process. I'm your host, Mike Petchy. How are you? Uh, if you can't tell by the way it sounds, I am not in the studio. I am out and about. And look, to be candid with you, I recorded this when I was in the airport in, New- in uh, Louisiana, New Orleans. And I did an entire episode that was essentially me griping and complaining about my trip to New Orleans, right? And before I get into that, last night I went to sleep, passed out hard, um, which generally happens after I do a, a travel trip. Like you're exhausted, you, you like the bed issues are no longer a thing. You just you put your head down and you go under. You go deep, 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 deep into a dream. And I'm going to tell you about my dream that I had. And I, I know it can be hard and sometimes obnoxious to listen to <laughs> other people talk about their dreams, but I think this one really affected me and it might affect you. So I had this dream that uh, for some reason I was uh, making a film with Matt Damon, right? And I don't know if he was acting in it. I think he was producing it. And uh, I was called in for an early meeting because the movie was about to be greenlit and I'm sitting, I think it's in Matt Damon's house. It's like this big place, big mansion. There's a lot of people around. And I'm sitting at the table with Matt and a bunch of other producers. There was a line producer there. There was just a general producer there. And there was me. And I remember how I felt sitting at that table. I felt like I needed to prove myself. I felt like I didn't have the experience to be at that table. I felt like, you know, that imposter syndrome stuff that we talk about so much on the show. And so what I was doing was I was listening. I was sitting there and I was listening and everybody was talking about how the movie was going to go. Their prior experiences. This is how much a movie at this level costs. This is how much it'll cost us if we find this location. And there were just so many people running with the film. They were just running with the film at that table. And I remember Matt was looking across at me. And I was just quiet, listening to all this stuff. And Matt was just looking. His eyes were just burning into me. They were just burning right into me. And I felt like I had to say something. So I felt like I had to chime in. And so I chimed in with some story that I had from a prior experience on a set. You know... When I used to do this thing, this is what happened. And this is something else that happened. And a lot of the other people kind of responded to it, but they rolled their eyes. They all sort of rolled their eyes at me, which was weird. And so that knocked me off of whatever sort of pedestal I was trying to build with that story. And I sat back and I was listening. And they were going on and on about how much this specific detail would cost and how much that would cost. And in my head, I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck do they know what this stuff's going to cost? Because I haven't told them what we're doing yet. I haven't told them how we're going to pull these things off. And just because it says something in a script doesn't necessarily mean that that's how it's going to be pulled off. And Matt kept looking at me. He was just staring right at me. And so I spoke up again. I chimed in and I said... Look, and I was, I felt like I didn't belong. I felt very embarrassed. And so I really wasn't looking at them in their, 
in their faces. I didn't have the confidence to actually have this conversation. And I said to them, like, guys, look, this is my fault that we're having this talk because I haven't done my homework yet. I need to go do my homework. And Matt said, what, why, what do you mean? And I said to him, like, look, I, I haven't done the homework yet because I don't believe that this is happening. Right? I don't believe that this is physically going to happen. And because of all the other occasions in which something was going to happen and I did do my homework and then I didn't and my heart broke, I just fell apart. And, I, and, I, and as I'm talking, I just see him shake his head and look down. Right? And then he stops the conversation and he says to me, come for a walk with me. I go, okay. And so we start walking through the place and he, he's asking me these questions, you know, and he's asking me like, what, uh, you know, what is your favorite, um, scene in a movie? And, and I start thinking in my head, well, I'm going to impress him because I know that there's a scene in the movie. So I'm going to impress him with this scene. And I start talking about that scene and he just shakes his head. You just see him shaking his head and he walks me into this large space and he has like very high ceilings and all over the walls are all these really beautiful art pieces that have all sorts of different things that I really love in them, like colors that are beautiful. Some of the art pieces are like puzzles and you're moving the pieces to form something. And there were a bunch of people in there just enjoying the stuff. And I, I just stopped talking and I looked at the space and I was like, my God, this is gorgeous. And he, and he walked me through and he showed me all sorts of things that he loved. He showed me, uh, you know, silverware and knives and plates that he loved in his kitchen. And he walked me into the space that had this this really crazy fort built into the floor where you walk down into it and there are all these adult guys like hanging out down there and just playing in this fort and having a great time and enjoying it. I remember sort of stepping down underneath the floor and going, this is amazing. And, and just the pure inspirations, the inspirations that I was feeling just walking through this house and looking at these murals and looking at the stuff on the wall. And I, I stepped out and I looked at Matt and he could see it on my face. He could see how much I loved everything that I was seeing and, and how inspired I was by everything that I was seeing. And he looked at me and he goes, do you get it? And I went, right, right. What do I love about life? What do I love about what I'm seeing here? And he said that to me, he looked at me and the last thing he said was, what do you love? And it shook me out of my, out of my sleep so much so that I snapped my, like I, like I snapped my neck awake and I popped something in my neck and it just was the loudest pop that I had ever felt. Right. It was, it was, it was violent. It was like, I like, like was exercised out of my sleep and I sat up and it was just resonating with me. It was in me. I felt it in my chest and I, look, I've never met Matt before. I've never met Matt Damon before. I don't have a project that I'm doing with Matt Damon. 
And as I'm processing this thing, processing this thing, and I'm sitting there in bed, I'm realizing this is, this is the inner me telling me this. This, this is my subconscious telling me this. And it asked me it again. I asked myself again, what do you love? What do you love? And it's ironic that I call this podcast In Love With The Process because so often, more often than not, over the past few years, I've been griping on this show. I come on this show and I bitch and I fucking complain about how things aren't going the way they're supposed to go, about how hard this business is. I mean, all of that is true. All of that is real. But have I lost track of what I love? Have I lost track of the important thing? The most inspiring thing of all is the stuff we love, right? And so I was gonna release this episode. I I just got back from Louisiana my brother invited me go, to go down to New Orleans um, with him and about eight of his buddies. Now, my brother's a firefighter. He's been on the show. Uh, you've heard him on the show. Um, and all his buddies are the kind of guys that I used to hang out with when I lived back in Boston. And I worked blue-collar jobs like house painting and working in garages. And so these are guys that wait to go and drink and get lost and stuff. And when you talk to them, they have the same stories. It's always simple stories about what, you know, Bill did when he had to fight that shark that he that he fished out of a boat. And the, there are a handful of stories that these guys have, like life-changing stories for them, that they repeat over and over and over and over again. And when you're in that mix, in the beginning, you're like, wow, these guys got a lot of really great stories. And then Day two, you're hearing the same things again, and you're like, guys, you've already told me that. Like, we've talked about this story. And then it just occurred to me that I say a lot of the same fucking stories all the time. And, and, and when you hear me talk on the show, I will say something like, look, I've already said this on the show before, but you know what I mean, right? And I'm like, why am I not more open to this? And so what I was going to do was just talk about how disappointed I was with New Orleans. Because you know that I like to go on bar safaris. That's a big thing that I like to do. My brother and I have made a pact that we're going to travel and go different places and do some bar safaris in different spots. And all signs, when it comes to New Orleans, all signs point to yes with that, right? It's a city that's known for its bars. It's a city that's known for its like dark sort of underground and music. All signs point to yes for this thing to be great. And I was incredibly disappointed when I went there. It felt like all the bars were the same. It felt like they were just bought out and duplicated. The music wasn't as cool as I had imagined it being. And it really bummed me out, right? And I could sit here and I could complain about that. I could tell you how the city smells like a fucking toilet, right? All the stuff that I was gonna uh, say on that other episode, like literally sitting in their airport and doing that podcast on that episode. But what about the stuff that I loved about the trip I just did? Like, what are the things that I loved about that? I love the fact that my brother has such a strong bond with me that he literally paid for my plane ticket and put me up in a house with his friends for nothing. I love that. 
I love the fact that when we hang out, the two of us hang out, it feels like we haven't been apart. It feels like we're still sharing a room as kids. It feels like we're still best friends. I mean, the two of us would sit on the front porch and just look outside and play music. And I could just feel his excitement. I could feel how happy he was just to be sharing space with me. I mean, that's amazing. That's beautiful. That's beautiful that I have that. I love him for that. I really do. And the other thing that was so wonderful about this trip is that as a surprise, my uncle went. My uncle Paul Caldera, who many of you have seen before. You probably don't know his name, but he played the demon in the Meshuggah Bleed video. He plays the demon at the end of uh, 12KM. He has been in so many of my films. He's one of those people that I could call on a dime and say, hey, I need your help building sets, which he'll do. And also, hey, I need your help as an actor. Can you, can you literally take your penis out for my movie? And he will do that for me. How fucking lucky am I that I have that? How amazing is that that I have that? And what's great is that Paul's in like his mid-60s, right? At least mid-60s. And he was in fantastic shape. I mean, I'm a fat piece of shit right now because of editing and drinking beers and going out and doing stuff. I'm a big boy right now. He was in such great shape. He's recently divorced. He's excited about life, right? And it was just a joy. I felt lucky to be with this man and listening to his stories and his experiences and him talking about hunting and him talking about living and, and, and being in the military and being in the army, like all this wonderful stuff. We sat literally for hours and just talked about stuff. And the shared experiences that him and I have had on sets and with acting and how open this man is. I mean, technically, he should be a boomer, right? He's one of these people that everybody's shitting on right now. He's a fucking boomer. He doesn't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. He's a conservative. This guy, I watched him every day sit down and have a conversation with someone and ask them, like, what do you do? And why do you do that? What's awesome? And that's awesome. And that's great. And seeing him fall in love with all these fucking people. Right? One of the coolest fucking things that we did there is I've always wanted to rent an airboat. You know what an airboat is? You've seen them going through the bayou, going through the swamps, maybe down the Everglades. It's a flat boat with a big old fucking fan on the back and they fucking jettison over the over land, over swamp. I was so excited about that. I was so excited about that. And I rented one. I rented one for me and my brother and my uncle. And we went out, man. <laughs> we got the full adventure. Full adventure on those boats. Whew. Yeah. Alligators. Swamp dudes. Yep. I'm going to talk about all that stuff on Thursday. Because I sat down and I interviewed my uncle. Long time coming. My uncle's interview is coming out on Thursday. And we talk about that there. Um, I, I, I just... There was so many negative things that I felt when I was there and I was locked in sort of a negative world. I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? How am I doing this? What's going on? That I found myself overlooking the positives, right? We ended up staying in a rough neighborhood. We saw some crazy fucking characters. I'm going to remember those crazy characters. Those are in my head. 
inspiring in the strange way that it was. You know, I had some okay food. There was a couple of dishes that I was like, okay, this is interesting. Why am I so fucking negative? Why am I so negative? So that's my mission today. My mission today, and I'm going to do it today. Hopefully it sticks. I'm here. I'm waiting to get into my physical therapy this morning, and then I'm going to ride my bike. And then I'm going to just spend some time and surround myself with things that I fucking love. What do I love? What inspires me? Right? And the, the hardest part is, is I'm trying to tell myself that I'm doing this for the betterment of me and not just because I have projects and I have things that I want to get going. I have stuff that it needs to be done. I don't want it to be tainted by all that. I want to surround myself with things that I fucking love. Before I go, I, I, I want to apologize to those of you listening to the show, man. Because I feel like maybe, not even maybe, I have been a little too negative lately. Negative about a bunch of things. And I, I end up on tangents of negativity on this show. And if anything, the fake Matt Damon that lives in my body, the, the skin of Matt Damon that my inner, my inner self wore last night to tell me this um, is right. So it's, it's my mission for the next few episodes to make sure that I'm talking about the things that I love because the fucking show is called In Love With The Process. And I think I forgot about it. I think I did. Anyway, I'm going to be late. I had to go in and have my spine pressed on. I'm pumped about it. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, check out my Instagram at Mike Petchy and the podcast Instagram at a love of the process pod. That's in love with the process POD on Instagram. On my personal one, I have posted in my stories, the crazy airboat tour shit. I will put them up on my wall maybe today. Um, but yeah, you'll see my fucking alligator adventure. <laughs> It was cool, man. It was really fucking cool. Thanks for listening. There is a full episode coming on Thursday. So stick around, all right? And honestly, guys, before I go, I love the fact that we have this together. I love the fact that I get to learn. And I love the fact that you guys get to hear me learn. And maybe, just maybe, this fucking grumpy old fucking dude now will grow a little bit. You know, like the Grinch. Is the heart trying to burst its way out of my chest? We'll find out. All right? Stick around.